Charlotte. It's Shelby. It's Riley. And, and it's, it's time, time to smut up and listen. The content warnings for today's episode are going to include abduction, sexual assault, dubious consent, abortion, and pregnancy. Reminder that today's episode and future episodes, our opinions are subjective. We do not advocate for kink shaming, author shaming, or any other hate. This is all good, smutty fun. Enjoy. Today's book is Ice Planet Barbarians by Ruby Dixon. Okay, just a little forewarning for you guys. I have a little frog in my throat, so just... (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so we open with our main character, Georgie who does not believe in aliens. She does not. Highlighted, underscored, (laughs) circled. (laughs) She has a crappy, boring Mm. life. Mm -hmm. Very mediocre. Does she use the word crappy? I don't remember, but I do. Okay. I used to live that. She seemed very boring. Like, she was like, I go to work, I go home, I put something in the microwave, and I go to bed. Yep. Uh, there no no TV, no nothing. Mm-hmm. What a boring life. Yeah, she has. What a crappy boy. <laughs> what a crappy boy. <laughs> so she goes to bed after her crappy, boring day. She wakes up being abducted mm-hmm. by aliens. They're the classic little green men with long black eyes and big heads, and they chirp like birds. Oh skinny pale arms. Skinny pale arms. Oh my god. <laughs> They gas her, and she wakes up in a cage with seven other stinky women that smell like shit and piss. <laughs> Is that legitimate? They all... It's described as a sewer-like smelly room. Ew. But <laughs> Georgie looks down, and she notices several raised bumps on her arms and realizes the aliens have installed a tracker under her skin. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. She meets a woman named Liz. Who's my favorite tells- character. Liz? Yeah. Liz is cool. I like Liz. Yeah. We'll learn more about Liz, but Liz tells her not to scream. Georgie is drugged from the gas still, so she's like a little drunk, but she meets all the other girls and learns that all of the girls are single, healthy, 22, and had no family living nearby. She meets a woman named Megan who is pregnant, but she is no longer. The aliens performed an abortion on her. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. She also meets another woman named Kira, and Kira has been on the ship the longest, and she finds out that the aliens have installed a translator earpiece and stapled it behind her ear. So she's now the translator for all the girls. She can eavesdrop on the aliens. Yep. It's It's so crazy that they would, like, want to put that on her. For her. And that she could listen to them. Yeah. They had to be able to tell her to, don't scream. Get the fucking cage. <laughs> Shut up, dude. Yeah. <laughs> so there's two types of aliens. Uh, the skinny aliens, and you can't scream around them. They don't like noise. Mm-hmm. And then the guards that guard their cell. Georgie calls them the basketball heads because they got big old heads shaped like basketballs. They're orange and bumpy, I think. Needle teeth. Needle teeth. I hate that. I have written down that the little green men, they're the brains and the basketball heads are the brawn. <laughs> I like it. It's a good way to describe the duo. So Georgie goes to sleep, wakes up the next morning, still in the cell. She notices the poopy bucket, where everyone's got to do their business. And she finds out that their food is coming in the form of dried seaweed bricks. 
Is there food mm. coming in the poopy bucket? I don't know. No. I don't think so. Oh, okay. separate. Okay, okay. But eventually, it winds up in the poopy bucket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Only makes sense. <laughs> the basketball heads watch them all day, so they have to be quiet. There's an unconscious new girl that's thrown in with them. The new girl wakes up and starts to freak out. She screams. The number one rule: you don't you scream. You don't scream. Oh my god, what happens? But like, obviously, you're gonna scream. Yeah, you're. Terrified. I would. I, I honestly would scream. <clears throat> yeah, I would one hundred percent scream. The basketball head opens the door and grabs the new girl, but no one helps her. Georgie's very upset about this. She is. I mean, would you guys help her? No. <laughs> yeah. Oh, on your own. The new girl is brought to the exam table. She's muzzled and she's raped by multiple basketball heads oh. uh-huh. it's horrible oh, yeah and everyone has to watch because they're just in the, the cell uh-huh. oh they do it in the cell no it's like on the exam table outside. Uh, yeah cell. okay yeah um the new girl her name is dominique she's obviously catatonic from this when she gets put back into the cell like all of the basketball heads did that to her it's bad a week goes by Georgie realizes that they're starting to travel through space, so Liz, Kira, and Georgie try to plan an escape. The ship starts having engine trouble and turbulence. I think they're going through some sort of, like, solar storm or something. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. During this engine trouble, Georgie notices that there's only one basketball head on guard instead of the usual two basketball heads. Mm Mm-hmm. Georgie spits on the basketball head guard runs to the shit bucket, throws it. She's crazy. <laughs> I'm sorry. Why? What's the need to spit first? It's like, she I don't know. <laughs> Does she think the aliens are going to give a fuck about that? Well, the aliens piss because she gets poopy on, on him and her both. None of the other girls get up to help. They're just sitting there. And Georgie's like, wow, that's super annoying. Liz hears over her speaker, because remember, she has the translator piece. Detachment commencing. Uh, Oh, no. What does that mean? The lights go out. The poop bucket flies. And there's no more gravity. Georgie grabs the guard's floating gun. Can't find the trigger because it's a weird alien gun. Pistol whips him. (laughs) Get it, baby. Get it. I have. He dies. Georgie barfs. (laughs) (laughs) Accurate. Liz hears, prepare for re-entry. Everyone tumbles and is knocked out. Everyone's unconscious. Liz wakes up Georgie and tells her that two girls have died. Two girls named Chrissy and Peg. There's snow outside, but also oxygen because they're not dead. Mm-hmm. Oh, they crashed. Oh, okay. <laughs> they're on Riley. Like, Riley's like, eyes uh, like, what? <laughs> they did. They crashed. Well, because reentry. Oh, yeah. God. They're reentering yeah. into uh, yeah, some atmosphere. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Liz tells Georgie she heard aliens were dropping them off at a safe location for later pickup. So they just got dumped. Their cargo hold was dumped onto this planet. And the aliens are like, we'll come back for them later. Yeah. Okay. 
They only have one week's worth of food and water and no clothes. And it's a cold, it's cold. There's yeah. snow. And they're all dressed in like their jammies that they got abducted in. She also, Liz describes it as, I'm not a Star Wars fan, so I have no idea, but not Hoth mm-hmm. or whatever. I, Hoth, so, I guess, is a planet. Yeah, I guess so. Okay. But Do it's you like Star Wars? the opposite. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> so we're all on the same boat. But yeah. They call the planet not Hoth as a Star Wars reference yeah. that none of us get. Yeah. But like the planet's called it's, not Hoth. It's fun to be involved. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, Georgie also mentions that there are six stasis women in a tube. So I think she mentioned that earlier in the book, but the six tube women crashed with them in their cargo. And they're still asleep. So you remember like in Austin Powers when he's like in the cryogenic tube? Yes. It's like that. It's like that. But I don't know if they're frozen or if it's just like just a general tube. Okay. But they're fine. Yeah. And just like, well, and they're just sleeping. Yeah, they're yeah, they're just uh, okay. Yeah, so they have no idea what's going on. <laughs> Literally none. <laughs> Georgie realizes that she somehow became the leader of the group and is sent out to scout for food and resources. She takes the dead guard's clothes and leaves the ship. Damn, I did. I put uh, Georgie's the only boss ass bitch to leave and find help. Get no one else it, wants Georgie. to go. Get it, Georgie. The place. Where they landed, not Hoth, as described by Ruby. Two suns, like a figure eight with a smaller, more dull sun. Drifts of snow mountains that look like big, icy, purple crystals the size of skyscrapers. Absolutely zero trees. Okay. So, there's a little... pretty. And it's mm-hmm. fucking freezing cold, apparently. Well, I mean, there's snow everywhere. Everywhere. It's an it's ice all in it. Ice planet. <gasps> ice planet. Barbarian. <laughs> um, she leaves the ship in her little alien getup with her alien gun that she literally has no clue how to use it except to pistol whip it against basketball-headed aliens. Um, she doesn't know how to search for help. So, there's nothing. Except snow and mountains. She walks and walks and walks. And then she finally gets caught in a trap. Upside down snare like a bunny in a weird... Oh, shit. Like stalk. It's not a tree, but it's like a stalk-like yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. They make it sound like Dr. Seuss trees kind of. Yeah. Okay. They're really That's weird. picturing. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um... Enter Vectal, our next main character. <laughs> I've heard Charlotte talk about this. We love man. Vectal. Man. Or alien. Male. Vectal's description, just really quick, because I want to see her reaction directly. <laughs> um, he has horns rising from his hairline and are curled around his scalp like a spiky helmet. Okay. He is, has bluish gray skin. Mm. Uh-huh. A black mane, like hair, so like almost like a lion. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, <laughs> heavy brows. I put like I had to put that in there big for some brows. reason. Yeah. I fucking love a man with big back. <laughs> Andrew, where you at? <laughs> um, oh. Down his nose. Oh, down his forehead to the tip of his nose is a pattern of ridges, and the skin color is the same just slightly darker so like a dark bluish gray but they're like hard ridges i don't like that hard ridges hard hard i wonder where else he has oh hard ridges (laughs) um he also has a tail and then i think the most 
striking feature besides being giant and an alien are his eyes are described as glowing blue Caribbean water colored eyes with no pupils. His pupils glow from within his eyes. Sexy. That sounds charming. Scary. A little bit. A little, yeah. <laughs> I think he sounds hot. You're a freak. So, Vectal, we're at his point of view. He doesn't understand what's in his trap. He's never seen a human like Georgie, obviously. But what does happen when he looks at her is his... How do you say it? I say it... Cooey. Cooey. Okay. <laughs> his, his, his cooey starts resonating. We go into it later. Okay, I was like, no, stop. What is a cooey? That's a cooey. <laughs> it resonates. I hate it. You don't like his cooey? I don't know what it is, and I'm just afraid of the unknown. It's a cooey. Oh my god. So when his cooey resonates, <laughs> that he recognizes her as his me. He's like, oh, this That's is mine. mine now. He said, I need to fuck that. <laughs> yes. Yeah, exactly. Um, he takes her to his hunting cave. And they have, like, um, you'll know more later, but they have, like, random caves throughout the planet that this village uses to hunt, and they just have to restore. Like, yeah, so, like, if they go too far from the main cave and they're hunting, they don't have to go all the way back. They can go to, like, a hunter's cave. Yeah. Um, is it, like, supplies? Yeah, there's, like, a little, like, point. Oh, God. And they just restock it as they go or whatever. Since she's passed out, he takes his time studying her. He wants to see her fingers, her skin her hair like literally like it reminds me of like those chimps when they're like picking bugs out of other chimps yeah he thoroughly goes over her okay um <laughs> georgie wakes up as he's exploring another place <laughs> what's the place shelby no, so that was hard for me to say. Yeah, I yeah. Go on. Her vagina. Yes. Um, <laughs> I think I ate that as much as the other one. <laughs> oh, he's eating cookies, all right. <laughs> um, she wakes up to him eating her out. She thinks that's a dream. It's oh not. God. Um, she realizes that it is an alien eating her own. And she still lets him. She's, this girl's got to finish. He notices, or Vectal notices that Georgie is hairless except for on her head and vagina. <laughs> he laughs at her pubes and calls them adorable and nonsensical. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so she wakes up that way, <laughs> lets him finish. Well, she finishes. But is it at that point? Is it in her POV? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So is she like, oh, this is good. So while she's I'm asleep, let him do it. It's his POV. Okay. Yeah. And then she wakes up. It goes immediately to hers, waking up to him going she's down like, on her. Like a really nice dream. This is like great. And then she wakes up and she's like, oh, oh, actually, yeah, it's okay. You can, yeah, just keep going. Get this fine. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Um, she's had a weird couple of weeks. I she really has. It. She's just rolling with the punches. She's she is. Um, forgot to mention. Obviously, there's still a language barrier. So even though they literally can't talk to each other, she's like, okay, like, thanks, like a nice pat on the back. <laughs> good job. Buddy. Well done. She's like, great tongue action. You did good. Yes. <laughs> 
pretty much. <laughs> um, so after he's done helping her out, um, waking up, they are trying to talk and she's telling him like, my name is Georgie. Like, can you understand me? And he, my favorite part in the whole book, <laughs> since he can't say, obviously it's not the same language. He calls her Shorshi. <laughs> Shorshi. Shorshi. <laughs> um, and that's how he keeps pronouncing it. And I love it. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> so when she wakes up and Vectal's going down, she says, it wasn't a monster come to eat me. Oh, yeah. It was this monster who's come to eat me out. <laughs> it's a good quote. Yeah. Okay. So after they try to talk and learn each other's names and everything, he... Is really sweet and he takes care of her. He sets a fire up for her, feeds her weird, gross, disgusting, jalapeno, spicy. She describes it as like a spicy jalapeno bar, pretty much. But it's like so spicy that she can't eat it. She's like spinning it out. She soon falls back asleep and (laughs) wakes up cuddled to his chest. So sweet. Um, She obviously is still starving since she didn't eat. So he's like... Hey, baby, let's go get you some food. Pack it up. A gentleman. True gentleman. They venture out of the cave to go find food. She realizes she still needs to help the other girls. So she was too preoccupied with getting off to be like, oh, yeah. I forgot what I was doing. <laughs> what was I doing again? It was just that good. He sits her on a boulder so he can go get her food. Obviously, she's shitting her pants. She has no idea where she is. Like, he can't really shitting her pants. <laughs> well, not literally, but like... <laughs> 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 just shitting on a boulder. <laughs> <laughs> he is trying to like tell her, like, hey, as best as he can, I'm just going to go grab you some food. Do not leave <laughs> to just stay right there. And he's like, me, me, me. Basically. Like a baby. <laughs> Um, he kills a weird, it's described as a weird quilled rodent and brings it back to her and expects her to eat it um, raw. <laughs> She's like, I guess I'm having sushi and like tries it, doesn't like it. So she tries to tell him, hey, like I need to cook this and he doesn't get it. And she's he's like, cook it please and so he burns it and he's appalled he's like what the fuck is wrong with this girl why is she eating it burnt nasty (laughs) um he then takes her to a stream they continue on their journey takes her to a stream uh which is filled with these monster weird fish like he's like trying to tell her you can't go in the water i'm gonna show you why you can't go in the water throws what is it like a stick or something yeah and these weird fish are like trying to attack the stick so then he brings out these weird berries crushes them puts that in the water and the fish don't like him so now he's like here take a bath you can wash up but they get naked he washes with her <gasps> yeah describe his body yes oh <laughs> um she i Put a note here. She can finally see what Vectal's working with because before he was stressed. Um, it's huge. <laughs> it's got ridges like his forehead. Oh, his tongue has ridges too. His tongue has ridges. <gasps> I forgot to say that. <laughs> I did not forget. You didn't. <laughs> I did. Oh, wait. Um, and then the most surprising thing is it has a spur an inch or so above it. 
So it's just like a little pointy protrusion on his peony, like between uh, his belly button and mm-hmm. his penis. Okay, so I was like, is it on the tip of it? Oh my god, no, no. <clears throat> She's openly checking him out, and they both are digging it. He's like, yeah, take a look. <laughs> You're mine now. Go for it. You got Maxui. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Is that the Kui? No. We'll find out about the cooey. God damn it. That's not the cooey. And like a true gentleman, he starts cleaning her because he loves her. You know, it's his main. His cooey is dinging. <laughs> you got to do what you got to do when your cooey's branding. Is, is his horn the cooey? No. no. God damn it. Um, she thinks that he's actually sweet and she likes that he's taking care of her. So she immediately is like, I have Stockholm syndrome already. Oh, God. She then thinks she should use her attributions to get what she needs from him to go help the other women. So she's going to use a little bit of sexual appeal to <laughs> work him. Yeah. They're still in the water, by the way. She thinks the only way that she can get him to go towards the other girls is if she shows him how to kiss. Naturally. Naturally. Yeah. <laughs> That's how you get him. Um, obviously, he doesn't know what kissing is. So she mentions showing him more if he wants to try this if she'll they can go get other people okay he doesn't know what she's saying he just knows that yeah, that's what i'm doing this whole time i'm like how are they even <laughs> body language talking me you smoothing <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. okay um she even goes to the point where she's like do you know what a french kiss this motherfucker doesn't know what kissing is. <laughs> he doesn't know what French kissing is. Are you sure she aliens don't kiss? Apparently not him. Okay. There's a lot of books where aliens don't kiss. Okay. Or like monstery. Yeah. Non-humanoids. Mm-hmm. Okay. So he's like, I'm down. Like, you kiss me. You like, teach me. you teach me. Like, let's go. Where are we going? <laughs> so they get out of the stream and they go to start their journey back to the ship with promised sexual favors. Um... Just a reminder that it's fucking freezing on this planet. So when they're going back, he has to carry her. She can't really walk through all the snow. And he feels her shivering. Her teeth are clattering. Like, she's cold. Mm -hmm. So he's like, we gotta make another pit stop to another cave. We can't keep going. She's pissed. She wants to get back. She wants to go help the other girls, which is also very nice of her. Now that she is done getting you know so again stubborn she wants she doesn't want to so she plants her feet she's like i'm not fucking going i'm going this way and wanders off on her own the worst possible situation stupid whore idiot (laughs) and he just lets her no he's like hey like don't go that way as well as he can and she's like starts to run and she's like no i'm going she falls into a cavern like it's just snow, and then all of a sudden she's just falling, like, mm-hmm. ten-foot drop into, like, this weird ice cavern. Um, it says that this pit is filled with terrifying aliens with fish-like faces. They stand like humans with a fish face, and they're super tall. Their eyes are huge, and they're covered in matted, wet hair. I hate that. Yeah. Georgie that is a true Star Wars fan, and she mentions that they remind her of Wookiees. I know what a Wookiee is. I do know what that is. I don't is. know what that is. I had to Google it. They're like, oh. <laughs> uh, that, that or the little, little teddy bear bears. Face. I thought it was the little teddy bear guys. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what a Wookiee means. Right? I don't know. It's or Chewbacca. Oh, that's <laughs> I, I don't know. So. 
Let us know. Let us know. Comment. Chewbacca Wookie. Please don't be rude because we don't know. Please. <laughs> so she's terrified. Bechtel sees her in this cavern and he's terrified. So that is like an immediate red flag if that tall ass tough blue alien is scared like I'm gonna be fucking scared and she says they start snarling at her so she's like trying to like talk to him and she's like it's not that bad it's fine and then they just like start snarling and she's like oh just kidding (laughs) get me out (laughs) please help um they start to attack her but not in the way that you would think she describes it as being attacked by vicious monkeys so pulling her hair screaming oh my god hitting her not like biting or anything that is how fucking scary monkeys are monkeys are nobody agrees with me i think they're they're absolutely insane this is my hot take i fucking hate monkeys (laughs) too i'm so good someone else agrees this is a monkey slander podcast (laughs) we don't fuck with monkeys you're a monkey turn this shit off right now fuck you and you're Puzzle thumbs. <laughs> um, Bechtel jumps in and rescues her naturally from the, I put from the weird monkey wookies. <laughs> What's a wookie? Um, we don't, not the monkey. <laughs> <laughs> um, he's understand, I put understandably upset that he has to grab her and rescue her and proceeds to like coddle her. Like he's upset that he has to like soothe her even though it was her fault that she got in this yeah. situation. So I, if it isn't the consequences of your own actions. Georgie, you're a badass bitch, and then you just decide to walk away. She's being an independent woman. She don't need no truly alien man. No ice planet <clears throat> barbarian. Yeah. Um, we jump to Vectel's point of view, so him coddling her, like he's confused as to how she's helpless. Like he doesn't understand how she has no hair on her body. She cannot defend herself. She's cold. She doesn't have a cooey. <laughs> <laughs> just want to know what a goddamn cooey is. He is ups- naturally upset. He wants to take care of her, but it's hard to take care of something that can't, in his opinion, take care of itself. She's literally trying to die. <laughs> literally. He's like, you're not doing anything right. <laughs> and then I put my cute highlight. It's not a sexy highlight. I was just like, oh. Um, he says, she is my light and my reason for being now, and we shall create hearth and family together. Oh, Magdalene. Uh-huh. He also continues to dote on her, um, hunting, oh, breaking the hunting rules. So like we mentioned earlier, you have to put supplies back. He breaks the rules, takes all the blankets out of the cave for her to continue their journey. He even goes to the point of cooking the quilled rodent, even though it's yucky to him. Sweet boy. Mm-hmm. He is. Um, they start trading words in each other's language after they're full, they're warm. It starts to become like... Uh, flirting after a little bit so at first they're like rock rock stone stone i don't know what else is in the cave (laughs) (laughs) and then he they like i said starts to get flirty like booby booby it's my butthole (laughs) escalated yeah and then all of a sudden she's like you know what i'm gonna thank him for saving me Oh my God, <laughs> um, it's ridges and all. <laughs> so they're exploring, you know, licking, kissing, touching, skin, ears. It's really big on ears. Like I feel like smutty books are like 
there's a lot of ear licking. There is a lot of ear licking. It's and I can't really remember the last time I had my ear licked. Zach. Why aren't you licking my ear? <laughs> um, she goes, oh, sweet Jesus, the tongue ridges are a delicious torture. She's wet, <laughs> he's hard, and his dick is also hot, like temperature-wise. Oh, she's cold. She is cold. She's like, ooh. Mm-hmm. He continues again to check for her cooey because he's like, oh, we're getting frisky. Like, it's got to start resonating now. No, nothing. I'm getting pissed. Oh, I'm the cooey. It also describes his cooey sounding as like a purring vibration. So when it resonates, it's like a purring vibration. <laughs> just want to know. Um, I then put, he eats her out, dot, 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 again. Dot, dot, dot. She finishes. Dot, dot, dot. Again. <laughs> Good for her. <laughs> yeah. Living her best life. Yeah, actually. Yeah. The other girls are just, like, shitting in a bucket. <laughs> eating seaweed. Starving. Yeah. <laughs> and she's getting, like, hot meals. And they're probably thinking she's dead. Yeah. She's <laughs> um, getting hot meals and dick. He then touches her cheek and murmurs something soft and sweet. And then her name. Aw, cute. Shorshi. Shorshi. He gets ready to blow her mind. She's a bit scared because of how big his dick is. Oh, no. But, like, how could you not be scared of that? Is it, like, a third arm? Probably. Probably. He's, like, seven feet tall. Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, God. I'm already blushing. <laughs> he presses his lips to mine again and then begins to push into me. My body's stretching to accommodate him, and I drag my hands over his skin, stroking and petting as he presses in. <laughs> inch by thick inch. When he's seated entirely, I learn something new. That knob, that bony ridge, I had no idea what it was for. I've still got no freaking clue, but I do notice... That as he th- sinks into me, it pushes through my labia and brushes <laughs> against my clit. Bony little ridge. Oh god. This might kill me out of sheer pleasure. <laughs> I'm boneless and weak in mewing. And when I think of meow meow, I think of She's like meow. I'm boneless and weak and mewing, and I'm still coming. (laughs) (laughs) Um, After they're satisfied and spent, because, oh, no, I should backtrack. She's convinced that he can't get her pregnant um, because he's an alien, different race. So, uh oh. Uh oh. Uh oh. Um, they finish and then they go to bed happy and content. I put especially Vectal since he mated with his resonance mate. <laughs> Cooey. His Cooey is just ding 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 ding. Hi. When are when are you gonna tell me? Oh you You'll find out soon. It's like it's like during the bug. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> I need to know. You will. Yeah. <laughs> um, they wake up and they are ready to go to the mountain. She's like, okay, I <laughs> Today's the day. We gotta go save the other people. Um, he's checking all their food, um, traps, getting water, and he comes across a dead girl. <gasps> just like his Georgie. <gasps> he hurries to go get her. He's like, you gotta see this. Let's 
book it. I need to show you what's out there, what I found. It's Dominique, <gasps> the girl at the beginning that unfortunately got raped. Oh. She is completely frozen over. She's purple. She's it's bad. It's really sad. Um, so now Georgie's even in a bigger panic to get to the mountain faster because she's like, if Dominique is now here dead, what what's the fate of the other girls? Yeah. <clears throat> they make it to the ship. And when they get to the ship, snowballs come flying out. <laughs> so they're they're at least protecting themselves. They're like trying to like hit things that are trying to come in yeah um the girls are not in good shape um just like she suspects the there's only five alive obviously because dominique's gone and how many were oh no mind there were six Six. yeah and then seven including her super emaciated they're hurt they're still banged up from the crash i also don't know if you realize but like georgie's wrist is like broken the whole time i forgot to mention that she broke her wrist during the fall oh really Uh so this whole time she's been like ah my wrist yeah so she's just had a broken ass wrist this whole time how long has how many days has passed only like two Mm -hmm. oh since they crashed yeah yeah and they were on the ship for like a week before it crashed so she's like going over them like are you okay like how can I help? She's like giving all her blankets to the girls to keep them warm. Vectel's getting upset because that's his mate. He wants to take care of his mate. Mm-hmm. So he's getting upset um, and he's trying to explain to Georgie why he's upset. And they all realize Kira still has her translator. So she knows what Vectel is saying. <gasps> oh my God. Right? I hope they don't get mad at her. Like she was just trying to, she was just trying to be out there surviving. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'd be mad. Would you? Fuck yeah. Why? If I was like pooping in a bucket all stinky and cold and I found out the girl that was trying to save us and just get just dig down. Yeah. Just like four times. <laughs> I know, but she had to do what she had to do to get him to. I mean, yeah, I could. I, I don't know. It's like half and half. Yeah, I, I can see both sides. I wouldn't be thrilled. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't be like, oh my God, yay, Georgie. Phil, girl. <laughs> Let me hear about it. With the translator, she realizes that Vectal now sees her as his mate. So before, she's just like, oh, he's nice. He likes me. Cool. We're vibing. No, he's like, oh, like that's my mate's stuff. Why, why is she giving that to you? He didn't, she didn't realize the seriousness of oh. their relationship. Um, and is she, like, telling Georgie, like, hey, this is what he's saying right now. Yeah. Yeah. He tells them, like, I'm going to go leave and get stuff to make a fire. And since he has all of their supplies, the food supplies from the cave, he's going to make them dinner. Nice guy. I know he doesn't want to. He's so sweet. He wants to take care of Georgie only, but he's going to do it for the other girls. When he leaves to go get the supplies, he is realizing this is a win for his village. All the other unmated men and males in his village can now have a woman just like Georgie. Maybe their cooies will resonate. (laughs) But the biggest issue he noticed is none of them, again, have cooies. Georgie doesn't have a cooie. So, like, what the fuck? Where are all their cooies? <laughs> They're missing. <laughs> They're broken. <laughs> so, he goes, grabs more supplies from two different caves, stuff to make fire, heads back. The girls, while he's gone getting the supplies, are poking fun at her for 
having a mate. Like only you, Georgie, would bring back a fucking alien. This is called a classic Georgie. They've only known her for like a fucking yeah. I like God, Georgie. It's just a trauma bond. Yeah. Um, they she tells them everything that's happened with her the last two days. Um, they tell her everything that's happened with them the last two days, including Dominic dying. Did they um, say, like, why she left? Yeah, so apparently the Wookiee monkey things were looking into the spaceship, and they got scared, and <clears throat> so she bolted. She just was like, I'd rather take my chances. But again, they don't have the proper clothing or anything. Georgie took the only, like, warmish outfit off the basketball-headed alien. So she leaves, and they are like, no, we need to stay here. Let's wait for Georgie to get back and see what happens. Yeah. Everyone's tired after getting food in their bellies, um, getting warm. Bechtel takes Georgie somewhere else to get frisky. Um, Priorities. Honestly. I put LOL at Liz. I think they're doing it over there. Because <laughs> you that like, what she said. Yeah. <laughs> so they're all over here trying to like keep warm and sleep. And he brings her like on the opposite part of the cargo. And he's just like, hey, they can't. They can't hear us, right? He's like, oh, I'd be so annoyed with <laughs> yeah. those girls. I would be like, are you fucking You can't kidding? keep it in your loincloth for like a night. <laughs> your loincloth. <laughs> Liz is like her biggest fan. She's like, get it, girl, get it. She's like, get that dude. Um, I could never. I'm so mad. <laughs> I would probably cry. I'd probably be like, why are you guys doing that? <laughs> And she tells jo- or she tells Bechtel, she's like, hey, no, not tonight. Like, we gotta wait. Read the room, Bechtel. It's like, what about my promise? Yeah, it's like, I got you here. It's like, I have to deal with all these bitches. <laughs> all I want is some... <laughs> um, next morning, Bechtel tells Kira, him and Georgie will go get the men from his village so he can have help bringing all the other girls back to safety but uh georgie forgets that there are six other cryogenically frozen whatever frozen not frozen girls. the stasis two the girls. stasis two <gasps> girls so vectal's like oh hell yeah even more men in the village have a bitch so <laughs> he's like bros look yeah. i got you guys are gonna get some <laughs> so they Leave the girls with the supplies. Georgie is nice enough to just take one blanket for herself. Of course, Vectal's like, no, you need to have supplies. He calls them. <laughs> no. She's like, no, they can they can have it. They stop at a weird cave for the night. My favorite kind of cave. A weird one? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they bang. Classic. <laughs> uh <laughs> Her hands caress my co- my horns as if they are my cock. <laughs> God, I hate that. <laughs> you too. <laughs> Stroking the length of each one, and I groan at the sensation. I, the next part is super cringe. I seek the folds between her legs. I hate that. I hate <laughs> if any, if what if Andrew was like Riley? Let me see them fold. Ow! My, I'd say divorce. <laughs> divorce. Right now. <laughs> Uh, calling my lawyer. 
She's wet and slick, her body hungry for me as mine for hers. I want the taste of her mouth. Oh, the taste of her on my mouth as I push my head between her thighs. He goes down on her for a third time. What a good guy. In Give two her. days. No, one three days. Give her. <laughs> her flavor is heady. Her aroma intoxicating and I lose myself to her body. Oh, I lick and suck each fold. My tongue coaxing more of another cringe. Her nectar from her body. <laughs> Telltale shivers move through her and her thighs grip my head and horns tighter with each stroke of my tongue. She is close, my Georgie. And I want to be inside her when she comes. He also, again, mentions that his cooey is thrumming inside him. It's like, yes, yes, yes. This is the one. This is your girl. This is your mate for life. And he says, soon I will feel her cooey answer mine. They are done banging. And she takes a moment to actually look at the cave that they're in. The cave, she notices, has weird blinking lights. And that's when she realizes it is another crash-landed ship. And it's just been there. They've just been using it as a hunting cave, not knowing. She gets up in like a panic, like, oh shit, maybe this still works. We can use it to get the fuck out. Um, she finds a control panel and like the loose cannon that Georgie is, she starts pushing all of the buttons. And at first nothing happens when she pushes all of these buttons. And then a slow whine starts as the computers boot. <sighs> I should try to leave. This cooey. I'd press all the buttons. You would? You would? I think so. I think I would press the ones that look more important. Like like the one with the picture of a spaceship flying off the planet. Or like the one that's like, I would avoid the one that says like, stop. Like the, the red one. The red button. Yeah. yeah. I'd press the green one. Mm. Green for call. Yeah, we can. Because <laughs> I would go home. You don't want to stay with them? I don't think so. I, I mean, three times going down on yeah, me in three days. so cold. And she trying to eat, like, Yeah, we She saw his family. It's not nearby. I mean, that's true. But her life is crappy and boring. Yeah, it is. It's crappy. crappy. My life was crappy and boring. I think about it. It's crappy and boring. Crappy. And he eats you out three times a day. Every oh, day. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little... Or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Georgie presses a blinking button and the ship turns on. The ship's Siri calibrates to English when Georgie starts talking, and it knows 20,000 languages. It is like a, the world's smartest Siri. Mm-hmm. So Siri tells Georgie that Bechtel is called a modified suck. Suck. <laughs> suck. Suck. Spelled like S-A-K-H. She also learns that Bechtel is not even originally from the planet that they're on. Yeah. Bechtel's from a planet called Kes, K-E-S. Okay. Mm-hmm. So he's foreigner too. Do they know what planet they are on yet? Not hot. That's right. That's right. Not hot. Georgie asks what planet they're on, but it hasn't been discovered yet. 
Oh, so good. technically, her and Liz made a planet it, by calling it Nahoth. It, oh, okay. yeah, it's just Nahoth. Siri tells Georgie that the ship was a sock pleasure cruiser that crashed during a solar storm 287 years ago. Mm-hmm. So it's like an RV flying through space. Yeah. So Bechtel's people also crashed on their vacation. Georgie also learns that the Kui is a symbiont that filters out the toxic element in the atmosphere. So it's like a little parasite. And she needs it to literally live on this fucking yeah. planet. Yeah, you can last eight days without a Kui on the planet. Before get a Kui. We'll find out. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. Yeah. I thought the Kui would be more exciting. Damn it. <laughs> it's just like a parasite <laughs> one. I know. So you can survive. <laughs> so after she finds out that they can last eight days without the Kui, she realizes that the green aliens are probably going to be coming back soon because they're going to die in eight days. So if they dumped them to come back for them, then they got to come back before the eight days. Oh, okay. Siri offers to upload Vectal's language into Georgie's brain through her eyeball. She's like, hey, you want to learn Vectal's language? She's like, you want to understand your fucking boy here? Uh-huh. Georgie's like, yeah. So a laser goes through her eyeball and Georgie collapses. And then we switch to Vectal's POV. He's freaking out. He thinks she's dead because she a laser went into her eyeball and yeah. he fell down. But he feels her heartbeat. He holds her until she wakes up. Sweet boy. Mm-hmm. She wakes up and they can understand each other. Magic. Uh, uh-huh. Bechdel tries to feed Georgie, but she said, no, it's too spicy. Bechdel says she's weak in many places. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> because of the spicy food, she's weak. But she <laughs> she has a quote. Say it. A delicious cunt. <laughs> oh my god. Bechtel calls her his mate, but Georgie says she's not his mate. Bechtel disagrees because his cooey chose her. And Georgie's like, I might not even want a cooey. <laughs> Georgie says she'll get one if she stays, but she might want to leave. And Vectal says he'll go with her if she does decide He's to leave. so nice. Being honest. Sweet little man. Georgie tells Vectal that she has to tell all the other girls about the ship if it can get them home. And she feels guilty for being happy when the others are still all cold in their little spaceship. Yeah. Which she should. Yeah, she can finally, like, communicate that. She's like, hey, man, I gave that stuff to them yes. because I'm with you and they have nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he uses it to tell her she has a... Vectal explains what resonance is to her, and it's when his cooey purrs around her, and he calls her my resonance. Oh, that is so cute. That's so sweet. He asks Georgie to accept the cooey, but Georgie said she needs it to be her choice. And Vectal reluctantly agrees. Yeah, he's like bummed, but he also is. He's a respectful king. Yeah. He's like, okay, I get it. I would, I want you to do it, but I understand. Only if you want to. But my yeah, likes you. (laughs) (laughs) They leave the ship and Georgie ponders leaving versus staying. She just doesn't know what to do. She's torn. How would be? So they travel from the spaceship back to um, Bechtel's like main cave where his tribe is. And before they reach the caves they're greeted by another sock named Rahosh. <laughs> He's is he the scary one? 
He's the one who's like questionable. Like you're like a little he's a little murdery. Like yeah. Yeah. Like maybe he needs to like take it down a couple yeah. notches. A little intense. To chill. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. Mm-hmm. Rahash is super confused when he sees Georgie because he's never seen a human before. He stares at her super hard and she gets uncomfortable. And Georgie scooches closer to Bechdel and reaches her hand ar- reaches her hand around to grab him and she grabs the base of his tail. <laughs> Bechdel, ter- Bechdel tells her to wait until they're alone because that's basically a hand job killing him. Oh my god. He's like, not now, babe. <laughs> oh wait, so he gets like horned up yeah. kill and his penis? Yeah. Uh, Bechdel tells Rahash that Georgie has no cooey, but they're gonna go find her ones. That's the story. He's like, we're gonna go find a cooey. You need anything? You're a bat guy. Go get it. <laughs> Rahash tells Bechdel that he's lucky to have found his mate. He's clearly jealous. Jealous. Very jealous. He wants a delicious cunt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bechdel tells Rahash that Georgie came with five other human females. Well, five that are alive still. Yeah. And he, uh, Bechdel tells Georgie that the girls might be able to mate with the other aliens. And Georgie says that they might not want to be rescued just to be mated. Yeah. They might want to actually go home. Yeah. No. It's very presumptuous. Yeah. Georgie makes Bechdel agree that no one will mate without the girls' agreement. It's not a free-for-all. No. I love that. Consent. It, he is. He's a good guy. Yeah. Oh, my God. So, Georgie and Bechdel go into the main tribal cave, and Georgie describes it as the shape of a large hollow donut with a pool in the middle that smells like eggs. <laughs> and like a sulfur bath. <laughs> and then off on the far outer walls, there's like little caves hollowed out that each family lives in. Uh-huh. Yeah. Everyone is super happy that Vectal is back, but they're very confused by the presence of Georgie, naturally. A little kid calls Georgie ugly. <laughs> Does he just come after him and he's like, ugly? Who is that ugly person? What is that? <laughs> he's like, where's her fucking tail? Where's her hair? <laughs> Bechdel's like, oh, I'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> it's on her pussy. <laughs> what did he say about her nonsensical? Yeah, her nonsensical. <laughs> Adorable. Uh, Bechdel announces she is his mate. And he makes this grand speech about how great Georgie is. And Georgie's touched. <gasps> Good, Georgie. Mm-hmm. Rahash tells the tribe that there are five other humans, and Georgie's nervous. Yeah, I would be a little scared being like, wait, wait, wait a minute, guys. Why didn't I see that? Yeah, because Rahash was like a little much. Yeah. Vectal says that all of this is enough because Georgie needs a healer for her wrist. That's when we meet Malak, the healer. Mm-hmm. She is a female, which is very rare in the tribe. There's only a handful. Yeah, a few. There's like literally none. two or three or something. Yeah. Um, she already has a child and she's pregnant. Vectel takes Georgie to his, like, his cave. <laughs> I'm like, this is my place. <laughs> and um, Georgie says it's cozy. She likes it. She's like, okay, I like the vibe. I like the vibe. Uh-huh. Georgie and Malak are left alone. Vectel's like, I'm going to go 
deal with some stuff because he's like the tribal leader. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, we forgot to tell you. He's like, oh, P.S. He's the leader. <laughs> yeah, he's the the head honcho, the big the boss. Uh, uh, Malak tells Georgie that she can't do a whole lot for her wrist because she doesn't have a cooey. A cooey. You need the damn cooey for everything. Uh huh. She wraps Georgie's wrist and says she'll heal her once she has the cooey. But other than that, there's not really a whole lot mm-hmm. she can do. She's like, "Sorry, get a cooey." Sorry, bitch. Is <laughs> your fucking cooey, <laughs> weirdo? <laughs> so fucking parasite. <laughs> Georgie asks Malak what it's like having a cooey, and Malak assures her that having a cooey is like having any other organ, and you only notice it during resonance. So, like when it's purring around your mate. Oh. <laughs> Malak is mated to another uh, sock named Kashrem and tells Georgie that she didn't even like him at first because at the time, dun, dun, dun. at the time, she was banging Vectal. <gasps> yeah. Fuck away from that. That's my fucking Georgie's jealous. Um, but then she thinks about it and she feels bad for Vectal because ultimately Vectal got ditched for Kashram. Yeah. Well, she like realizes like, oh, like he actually liked her. And then she was like, oh, actually, this is my many like deuces. Okay. But was Vectal's like cooey no. purring around her? No, you only get one. Oh. Uh-huh. It's like your meat. For life. They do just bang casually. Though. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. But then once your cooey goes off. You can't I'm done anymore. for. You gotta answer that call. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, she's a ring hooey. So we're switching back to Vectal's POV, and he's explaining to Georgie. Oh, he's explaining Georgie to the other males, and because they have lots of questions about her, her anatomy. <laughs> she Vectal tells them about her nonsensical POV <laughs> and what he calls her third nipple. What is her third nipple? Can you guess where her third nipple is? Her belly button. Lower. <laughs> They're lower. Higher. Is it a clit? Yes. That's what he was doing in the cave when she was sleeping when they first met. He's like, what is this thing? <laughs> her third nipple. Yeah, he calls it her third nipple. What? <laughs> yeah. The Rahash tells Bechtel that Georgie's deformed. <laughs> Bechtel, reta- <laughs> Bechtel retorts that um, Rahash is just jealous and Georgie's perfect. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> he then tells the males that Georgie will take a cooey soon, which, like, Georgie hasn't said that. No. And he told her it's her choice, but then he's like, don't worry, guys. She's taking it. It's He's like, your choice. Yeah. <laughs> when you're sleeping. <laughs> so Bechtel picks a group of hunters to rescue the girls. And we get um, an introduction to a bunch mm-hmm. of the guys. We have Saluk. And he's described <laughs> as young and brawny. Ehako, funny and pleasant. Pashov is described as quiet. Zenek is Pashov's brother. Rokon, who is hot-headed, and Zalea, skilled. Hayden is grim, unsmiling, with a sad history, which I'm sure we'll find out later. Mm-hmm. And Rahash, 
but he's described as bitter, but a good hunter. Okay. Yeah. Also, there's one of them named Hayden. Is the casual? <laughs> yeah. Oh, like all our names. names. And then Hayden. This is Hayden. <laughs> Malak's going to stay behind because she's pregnant, but she's the only healer. They're going to go straight from the rescue to the hunt for the creature that has the cooey inside of it it's called a succoth. So they have to kill those to get a cooey? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. He sends everyone away to rest for the night. And then he <laughs> he goes back to his cave thinking Georgie is probably asleep. But she's still awake. He goes, hey, bitch. Immediately he gets a boner. He's like, this is love is banging. <laughs> Georgie takes off his loincloth <laughs> and grabs his wiener. I have weans written down. <laughs> I love it. Georgie says she's been thinking about his ween all day and puts it in her mouth. <laughs> Immediately. Vectal <She> <laughs> almost jizzes just from that and thinking about how different Georgie's mouth feels than the other females. Yeah, because she's got a rich like, tongue. Oh, that's right. And it's little. It, yeah, her mouth's tiny. So I bet it, he's like, hmm. I like that. This is nice. Oh, just nice. <laughs> Georgie comments about how big it is, and Vectal's like, I must have you immediately. <laughs> Georgie says she's hella soaked. <laughs> so- I think those were my words. Oh, I was like, did she really fucking say that? Hella soaked. <laughs> Man, my panties are wet. <laughs> he puts it in her for one pump, and she comes. She's he's coming all over the place. He's been for taking her. good care of her. Good for her. Bechtel's cooey goes wild. And he also finishes. Bechtel tells her that it stops, the cooey's resonance stops briefly after mating, but it's not going to go away even after the baby's born. And Georgie's like, what baby? They can't even reproduce because they're a different species. And then Bechtel's like, yeah, we can. That's why my cooey chose you. Yeah. Oh, so they just been going to town. Yeah, so the cooey resonates once it um, detects someone that you can make a baby with. Oh, my God. And she's probably like, fuck. Uh, then she's like, oh, no, my period's late. Like, it's what? been four days. Oh, you're probably uh, like a lot of stress. Yeah. yeah. On a different planet. And you're not eating very much. No. <laughs> I would be surprised if your period wasn't late. I know. They go to bed. And the next day they leave, Georgie's trying to stay mad at Vectal for, like, not telling her about the cooey thing. But she can't. No. She loves it. The dick's too cut. Really? (laughs) She's thinking to herself that even if it wasn't her choice, she's not upset about maybe being pregnant. Which is like, why? A 180. A 180. Why? She's like, I can't stay here. I don't want to be here. Okay, maybe. Yeah, Yeah, I can maybe. You're, yeah, you look like a good baby daddy, okay? For yeah. sure, you take care of me. You're cute. You're seven feet tall. And then blue. How you looking? How's it going to get out? Honestly. <laughs> is it going to be bridged? I don't bridged. mind. They all stay at the Elder's Cave overnight, which is that spaceship thing. Mm-hmm. And Rahash and some of the other socks download the English language from the laser. Which and- is very thoughtful. Yeah, well, no. But Georgie's like, mm, I think Rahash was like a little too eager to download the language. 
Like he, they were like, hey, do you want it? And he's like, yeah, mm -hmm, me. He's like, I'll learn it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I'm <laughs> so she tells Vectal to watch him very closely because she's suspicious of him. Okay. Fair. They get to the ship where the girls are waiting and Vectal insists on going in first, just in case. So Vectal like peeks in, gives the all clear, and then Georgie enters. And it's hella stinky in there. It's like nasty. The girls are not doing well. No. Tiffany won't wake up. She has a fever. Oh my god. Everyone looks terrible. Rahash is cradling Liz and feeding her water. And the rest of the team comes in and Georgie hears like random purring coming from like all these men. She's like, oh no. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're all practically dead. And then all the males are like, mate, 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 mate. Just picking yeah. them. And Georgie's like, hey, who's resonating? She's like, <laughs> and no one, no one, um, no one says who it is and it stops. They're like, oh shit. They're like, oh. <laughs> Georgie tells the girls that they need to talk. She needs to explain some stuff to them. Two hours pass. Everyone's gotten food and water. Tiffany's awake and being fed by one of the men named Saluk. And then Georgie's like, all right, guys, like, you gotta go. I gotta talk to, to my pals. I know the have like, earliest. Give them a fair warning. They're about to not go home. <laughs> I got a bomb to trap. They're about to have some husbands. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Literally. Georgie fills them in and offers the choice to take the Kui or to stay on the ship and fight when the aliens come back to pick them up. So, like, they're thinking maybe when the aliens land, they can, like, do a little stab-stab. Oh, that's steal take over. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They debate amongst themselves, and then, George and then they ask Georgie what she thinks. And Georgie says that she wants to stay because she's pregnant. They all agree to stay because Georgie's their leader. That's so crazy. They're all just like, okay, this is our life. Okay, sure. She's badass. She went off her on her own. She's the only one that's brave enough to fight, like, the fucking basketball alien. Like, we're sticking with her. Yeah. Well, our best chance of survival. <laughs> this is their planet now. Oh, they also debate waking up the six test tube girls. Mm-hmm. And then Georgie's like, the guys don't even know about the extra six girls. Like, that's going to be a whole thing. <laughs> She's like, just leave them. So we switch to Vectal's POV, and Georgie tells Vectal that they want to stay. And Vectal's excited. <sighs> Georgie tells Vectal that when they wake the girls up, they're going to be super scared and confused because the last thing they know is they went to sleep in their beds and then they yeah, yeah, got up. Right. Uh huh. So she doesn't want all of the tribal men like all up in their business because yeah. Georgie's gonna have to explain to them what's, what's going on yeah mm -hmm. like hey sorry you guys are just now waking up from your however long nap but like we're on a different planet and you now have a, a new man <laughs> this is and you're not going home yeah sorry so she also warns him that they might not even want to accept the cooey so Vectal sends the men out to go hunting to feed the females and the girls start working on getting the girls out of the pods. They get all the girls out of the pods and they're being comforted by Georgie as the others explain the situation. Vectal goes outside to Ahako and Rokon, who are standing guard. They both tell Vectal that they're excited to resonate when they see the females, which is like, calm down. <laughs> you don't even know if you're going to. Yeah. Rahash arrives and tells them there's a Sakotsk nearby, which that is that big animal that has the Kui in it. So there's only one Kui 
in one of those animals? No, there's multiple. They just need to kill one Sakat. Okay. So yeah. For everyone to have a coup. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Bechtel decides that they're going to hunt in the morning since they'll have to bring the women with them. Because they have to, like, get the cooey and then immediately implant it. So they can't, like, bring it back to the ship. Yeah. Is it something they eat? You'll see. Bechtel goes inside to tell Georgie, but Liz says that they need more time to think. There's a high-pitched whine and Kira grabs her head and collapses. Remember, she's the one that has the earpiece. Yeah. Yeah. The aliens have returned. They're here to get the girls in the ship. Oh, shit. Yeah, they need to leave fast, but the new girls keep crying, and Georgie's getting super annoyed by them because they're, like, not helping. They're just being the whole thing. She's like, bitches, we gotta go. They need to get rid of the trackers in their arms before the aliens close in on them because, remember, they all still have trackers in their arms. They cut them out with knives, and Peshav dumps them in a cave nearby in one of those Metlak caves, which is like the weird Wookiee monkey thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So when the aliens go to track, they'll just end up in one of those caves. Yeah, and he dumps the trackers at it. Yeah. Smart. They all rush out towards the Sakotsk, and the ground starts vibrating. Vectal tells Georgie to take the women and hide behind some of those weird Dr. Seuss trees, and there's this high-pitched roar, and the ground shakes again. Georgie sees the Sakotsk, and it has four glowing blue eyes, tusks, shaggy gray fur with long twiggy legs. Oh. So however you want to picture that. I, I picture it like a mammoth on twig legs <laughs> and him like just four eyes. I picture like a brontosaurus for some reason. Oh, okay. I'm picturing like a child's drawing. Okay. It had like something. <laughs> like a dog or something, but like a child. A child yeah, trying to draw a dog. <laughs> yeah. So the the men run towards the Sakat with spears, and Liz remarks that she wishes she had known that they were going to be doing hunting because she was a champion archer. She wishes she had a bow. Vectal does a wild Legolas move and lands on its head. You know what I'm talking about when he, like, lands on the, you know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, I know. What are you talking about? In Lord of the Rings, where Legolas does, like, a crazy backflip, and he, like, lands on that big, like, elephant. Yeah, uh, like, I got you, yeah. Yeah, he stabs it through its eye until it collapses, and Georgie's like, oh my god, that was... She's, like, fanning herself. She's like, damn, that's my baby. She's like, that's my baby. (laughs) Vectal slices the Kostakot's stomach open and pulls out its heart. He cuts open the heart, and a bunch of worms come out. Ew. Cooies. Those are cooies. Those are cooies. Women are like, that's disgusting. Disgusting. Georgie decides that she needs to go first. She needs to be the first one to take the cooey because she's the leader. The cooey has to go in through an incision on her neck. Yeah, so they have to like slice their neck open and then like put this tiny little worm to it to like do its thing. Does it like eat its way in? Yeah. Yeah. And then Vectal offers to do it for Georgie and Georgie's like, okay, I want you to do it. And then he says, you are my heart, Georgie. (gasps) Yeah. And, sweeps, yeah, and he gives her the cooey through her neck. She passes out. She eventually comes to, and Vectal tells her that her eyes are going glowing blue. Just like his. <gasps> yeah. Aww. Georgie says that she feels the same as before, and Vectal tells her that everyone else took the cooey because of her bravery. Aww. All of a sudden, Georgie is very horny. Mm-hmm. <gasps> that cooey's working. That cooey's like, that is your man. Yeah. She's resonating. Vectal says 
I don't know. This is like super guilty pleasure. And I don't know why, but I love, I love this in like the weird, um, like monster romances. Okay. But where he's like, I can smell your arousal. <laughs> so I'm like, oh. Which I know it's like if you're a human and you can smell some Girl. arousal, like nasty. So we had a biotech. But like, when the stays are like, I know you like me, I can smell it. I can smell it. Ooh, I'm like, oh, yeah. Okay. She snaps out of it and because like she's surrounded by people and she sees some of the other girls walking around with some of the men, the males. Vectel says that some of the girls have also resonated. <gasps> yeah. Vectel tells Georgie that Rahash stole Liz while she was asleep to mate her and he's going to be punished when he returns. Good. Yeah. Uh-huh. So he, He's a loose cannon. Did he rape her? He just, he stole her. We don't know what happened. Yeah. He was just like, this is mine. <laughs> He's like, this bitch is hot. Well, it kind of makes sense that he picks her because she like mentions like being a hunter and like that was his one description is uh-huh. being one of the best hunters. Yeah. He's he just like, yeah, you. That was mine. He's like, she's got a good shot. Yep. <laughs> I love her. <laughs> Georgie immediately forgets all of this information because she's too horny. <laughs> she is horny. She's like, it sucks that Liz has been kidnapped, but like, fuck, I am horny. <laughs> Let's go do it. Vexel carries Georgie away from the group so they can meet. She's hella soaked. <laughs> She's hella <laughs> She tastes a drop of his pre-cum. And she's like, wow, this is delicious. Like, the way you're resonating. She gives him a crazy blowjob. And he's like, man, this is sloppy. I be toppy. She's out of her mind horny right now. She puts a finger in herself, but she needs more. <laughs> she tells Vectel that she wants to do it from behind. Oh. He obliges her, and when he does it, his spur goes in her little booty hole. <laughs> she loves it. It's like a little... Oh. <laughs> Some people are just faker in the booty ass bitches. <laughs> There's a bright light in the sky where the women's ship crashed. A spaceship is hovering in the sky. That's the aliens that were coming back. Mm-hmm. It leaves really quick. And Vectel tells Georgie that she's now a part of this world forever. So the aliens probably landed went into that Metlap cave, found all the trackers, and they like, God damn it. They got eaten. Yeah. Um, fuck yeah. I know there is no finer thing than your do on my tongue. Do? We'll have to talk about love words in the future. I smile up at him and pull at his pants until his cock <laughs> is freed from his lacings. I take him in my hand and moan my pleasure at the hot, throbbing length of him and then lick the droplets beating on the crown. Each one is delicious. God. <laughs> dew. That's dew. new ick. Sweet dew. Sweet dew. New ick. Unlocked. Vecto tells Georgie that they're going to bang a ton for the first few days of resonance and he also tells her that resonance is for life and he'll never have another mate. Georgie is very happy. Oh, and that's yeah. the end. But also, They're so, so happy. That's the end of the book. Yeah. Holy shit. Okay, so. I'm going to call it due to Andrew. 
What's this do for my fold? <laughs> Wanna slurp up this do? <laughs> Ew. Okay, so question. Is Vector sexy? Yeah, he's hot as fuck. <laughs> okay. He's hot as fuck. Even though he's an alien. Even though he's an alien, he is making sure his girl gets off and, like, that's the only bitch he cares about. Yeah. He's like, what the fuck about any of those other girls? He takes care of her very well. Even, like, her giving them their their blankets. Mm -hmm. And he's like, no, bitch. Those are for you. You only. You only. Would you trade places with Georgie? Yeah. You would? Okay. It's a new experience. (laughs) Your crappy, boring bike. <laughs> yeah. But I would bring Andrew with me. Oh, I don't know how yeah. Andrew would feel about that. I don't know how your alien would feel about that. Yeah, me. It's, we're a package deal. It's like a thruple. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Andrew. <laughs> and how many red pepper emojis would you give this out of five? Out of five? Uh-huh. Probably five, honestly. Five, five out of five red pepper emojis. Get it. <laughs> Cool. Honestly, I think I'm gonna start this book. Cool, because there's a lot of them. Yeah, I think going 21. Yeah. <laughs> the book that we're covering next week is called Get in My Swamp by GM Fairy. If you want to follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Smut Up and Listen podcast, um, same with Spotify, Apple Podcasts now. That's exciting. Rate, review, subscribe. And we will see you later, you horny little rass. Yeah.